It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Aha, ha, ha, ha. Yeah! What it do, baby? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Lockdown Raptors, episode 770, where I am once again joyriding the jalopy that Sean Woodley built uh, and really sincerely trying not to drive it off a cliff, but especially tonight, because I may just do that uh, Thelma and Louise style because of, I mean, we, we won the series, but there's, there's, we, we paid a, we maybe paid a, a dire cost. Anyway, uh, but just keep that image in your mind. Thelma and Louise style because of my my guest, my friend, my Dishes and Dimes co-host joining me tonight, Kelsey O'Brien. Kelsey, what's up? You know, just just taking it all in. How are you? I'm okay. You might have to talk me down, though. Clearly, I'm a little ruffled. That's okay. Let's get going. That's what I'm here okay. for. Um, thank you. I'm glad. The ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess... My, like, my, I'm so happy, obviously, but I think a huge part of why I feel like, one, I can't enjoy this, like, franchise record series sweep uh, is that Lowry and, like, you know, all the records set in-game, like, 100 bench points, Norman Powell's record, Siakam had a career best. But just because, to me, this game represented Lowry's kind of last, last revenge game, like, kind of coming full circle on what the Nets have done to this franchise for so many years in the postseason. Uh, I really wanted him to have that. So that's why I feel like I can't, I can't take it. Like I can't take the win like I wanted to. How are you feeling? I think that's, that's reasonable. That's understandable. But Kyle is such a team first player that -hmm. the fact that his team did that, I think would be more than enough for him. Sure. He'd want to be part of it. And we want the best for him. We want him back Thursday, obviously. But the fact that his team was able to do that and pull that off and set so many records, I think he's just going to be over the moon about that. That's true. I mean, it's nothing like, you know, 100 100 points since what, like 72, I think. It's like 1972, I should clarify. (laughs) (laughs) The most, yeah, the the, record for the like highest points a bench has ever scored. Um, That's obviously nothing to shake a stick at. As you said, Lowry's the kind of player who was probably wherever he was getting his MRI on the arch of his foot, we have learned, not his ankle. Um, the arch of his foot was probably just like, I picture him watching it and just like whipping the towel around and maybe wearing it around his head. Probably, yeah. <laughs> With a mask this time, though, if he's had to go to like a diagnostic imaging center. Yeah, that's true. Do you, but do you think? I feel like I hope they have those things within the bubble. They must. They, I think they would have to. Yeah, but they probably still do have protocols in place, just because it's not designated to one team. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to be too alarmist, but this is a thing that also keeps haunting me like a spooky ghost is that he like we've seen that replay through so much that I think we kind of take for granted how indestructible he can seem and that when he looked like he first got hurt he still went in again uh and then he like drew a foul like he drew he fell I don't know who he fouled but he fouled somebody right away so he could get the whistle so he could basically hobble off the court I mean I am kind of tense because I'm like, well, he knows himself best. But then again, like, is it something that's really serious for him to treat it that way? But then again, like we were talking about before we started recording, Bless Mom, Kyle Lowry's mom, Marie, was tweeting through it, which gives me hope. Yeah, I think if anything, I mean, his mom would be able to tell right away, even from the other side of the country, if something was really wrong with her son. And she didn't seem so too concerned, so I don't think that we should be too concerned. I think, you know, he's just, after the thumb issue, yes, he would want to play through injury, but I think he's also being a lot more cautious this time and wanting to get it checked out sooner rather than later so it doesn't turn into another thumb issue. That's true. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's true. So, I mean, on that note, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete stay-at-home parent or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair everyone needs support to make it through the day especially when your angel of a point guard gets hurt in what should have been his crowning revenge series luckily our friends at cbdmd have an amazing duo that can help you relax regroup and recharge when life gets chaotic cbd freeze and menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy to use roller or shareable squeeze tube And CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters the most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals than everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com promo code NBA. For 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Thank you. You okay. had me a terrible squeeze tube. <laughs> I'm thinking about the squeeze tube. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> um, okay. I do want to talk about the game. The game itself and the series itself because uh, it would be a disservice not to do it because it's literally a Raptors podcast. So, Kelsey off the top of your head what were some of your favorite moments of this game let's try and like think of the good the good bright spots um I think the ability to empty your entire bench <laughs> at the beginning of the fourth quarter and still blow the other team out I think that's a pretty good a pretty good moment a pretty good uh, summary of the series didn't it feel like didn't it feel like 
at the beginning of the fourth, I was like, man, that four, last fourth, which was the third quarter, but I was like, that fourth quarter was really good. But I was like, oh, there's still a quarter to go. Did it feel to you like the game had kind of been over since, I guess, since the half? It definitely felt that way. I mean, they were up to what some teams have scored in an entire game at the half. And at that point, you know, the Nets were just, they were dead. And it's like, they're still, I think it's the Simpsons where they're like, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> but that was, that was the Nets and it just never stopped. You, you asked me before we also started recording if I, when I said I was feeling sad, you reminded me of my once loyalties to Jared Allen and Karis LeVert, who I have to admit, I just completely forgot about. Um, I don't feel sad for them in this moment, but I do feel sad that in some ways, and I talked about this a little bit on my first solo hosting last week with James Herbert, but that this Nets team is kind of, like, it's not going to be this team next season when they get started again with either Kyrie or KD, like, whoever, or both. Like, those guys are just going to take the team over, and, like, this kind of scrappy DNA, I think, is going to get, like, pushed to the wayside. They're also probably going to lose their coach, get a new coach. So do you think do you think it's, like, fair to feel a little bit sad for these kind of, like, young, like, energetic, like, kind of upstart guys that I guess we feel – kind of relatable to because we've had we've had so many players like that on our own teams who are now the core and like valued most valued players on the team I do feel that way because the way the love that you have for Jarrett and Karis <laughs> is what I have for Justin Anderson and it's like he finally you know got to the playoffs and he's finally back in the NBA and then Kyrie and KD are going to come back and it's like is he going to even be on this team is he even going to be in the NBA so there's just going to be so much movement with this team next year mm-hmm. that I, I worry about the guys that are a little further down the line. Yeah, no, that's a great point because like they have even less, like, I mean, some of these guys, like, you know, they know they're, they might be coming back. Maybe they don't know what the team's going to look like. Maybe some are excited for like a, a, a shakeup or to like hopefully have some strong leaders in, in Kyrie and Katie. And I have to say, I hope that those dudes are like contacting these players like personally or on like team channels or something because they're like lack of involvement and like support it's strange isn't it it is strange yeah I'm glad you said that because I thought about that the other day I was like huh like haven't you know Durant's still just like torching torching people in the replies on Twitter but he's not really out there for his young teammates that have like carried this team through to the playoffs yeah, it's strange because you don't see anything from Kyrie. You don't see anything from KD. But then you have someone like O'Shea, who is a rookie, and he goes back to Toronto to have surgery or just, you know, to rehab his knee. And he's, like, on the virtual fan cam the next day. Mm-hmm. And just the difference between involvement levels between the Nets and the Raptors is mm-hmm. very, very different. Yeah, it's like a culture thing for sure. And I think like a testament, obviously to both franchises and like what can happen when you actually build internally versus like betting the farm on stars who don't show up for you when it counts, even in like a symbolic kind of way. I don't mean like physically, obviously I'm not, I'm not chastising them for injuries, (laughs) 
but just like <laughs> in the way that yeah in the way that O'Shea or like any of these guys any of the Raptors like you would expect to be there for the team if they were in like a parallel position yeah definitely I mean you I bet that all of the uh the entire roster had texts from Kyle Lowry who was probably watching the game while getting his x-rays done telling them what they need to do better and what they're doing great and you just kind of wonder if KD and Kyrie are doing that or if KD is doing the opposite of that behind burner accounts on Twitter yeah probably he's probably has to be like you, you did you see the video of your your, your dude Hassan Whiteside being like I tried when he tried to call Tyler Johnson <laughs> watching TV and he's like he's playing right now man that's crazy I feel like that's <laughs> To a lesser extent, Durant, uh, when he's like getting into everybody's uh, mentions, yeah. and realize the team is playing right now and getting like you know, this this I won't get. They're getting smoked on court by the Raptors, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so, I mean, game wise, yeah. The I'm happy with it. I'm I'm glad they torched them. I'm glad we didn't have like. A, a quote gentleman sweep I feel like there's too much history um with these two teams in the playoffs to really even humor that you know and I know like the I feel like the Raptors are a classy team they would be the team to kind of like do that in the end but I'm glad we didn't see it um are you happy that they like they played this out to its full extent yeah I mean it doesn't have anything to do with class I think it's more like <laughs> The less time we do it in, the more time we have to rest in between. True. <laughs> yeah, I thought of like, a, I'm like, oh, this is how they, they felt about it. And you're like, well, their muscles, their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> they should rest. Yeah, so at this point, what we've kind of heard is that the series could, the Boston-Toronto uh, series could potentially start as soon as Thursday um, at the time of this recording. So that's something. Um, I didn't actually know how like the this was going to happen in the bubble because I think we're still like you know as teams especially as we get deeper into the playoffs there's going to be less uniform finishes I think things are going to get more strung out and staggered I mean you'd think so as series I guess get a bit more challenging than they were in the first round um, but that might be a little bit strange as we're kind of like lagging we're on like the second round but we're like back in the first round for like the western conference but leave it to the western conference to drag things out um but ahead of that i mean what what, was there anything that you saw it's tough to take like negative i mean aside from kyle lowry getting injured it is tough to take negatives away from this series because i feel like the raptors i wouldn't even say oh it was an easy series they didn't have to do anything i think they did a really good job at tightening up on things that they needed to, but there are there any takeaways that you kind of saw that you would like them to hone in on or focus on um, going into the Celtic series? I just don't want to get too, I guess going back to class, we don't want to get too cocky <laughs> going into the Celtic series because the Celtics are such a different team than the Nets. They've been together longer. You know, they have more size. They are able to run more things defensively. They're better offensively. They're better. They have multiple scoring options. You know, they're lot not relying on Karis LeVert for every single basket. So I think game planning going into the Celtics series is going to be a lot different, but it's not going to be anything that's unapproachable or unmanageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit of a slog. 
I think we're really going to see one of these like game to game series where it's just like, yeah, every game you're sort of like tossing the kitchen sink at them. Um, kind of what we saw, I mean, was it like that with the Bucks last year? Not really. <laughs> um, it's going to be a challenge. I don't know. I think it's very strange that the Raptors, the Raptors have made it to the playoffs seven years in a row, Celtics in six, I believe, and they've not yet met there. Uh, so there's obviously a lot of heightened emotion and anticipation around it. I do agree with you when you say, let's not get cocky. Um, I, for one, got too cocky tonight, and look what happened. I feel like I cursed the team. So... <laughs> uh, should we talk about the, the Nets? I feel like we should talk about the Nets suite more, but I also don't really know what more to say about it. Do you want to do you have anything more to say about it? I mean, I this is the only time that I've seen the Raptors go into the third quarter in any series and still been comfortable. I still have third quarter Raptors playoff PTSD from seasons prior. So <laughs> it was a very strange feeling, but it's not one I would like to get used to because that's when things change. Mm-hmm. I felt that too and I still feel that and I don't know if unfortunately for us as like this generation I hope the next generations of Raptors fans maybe have it easier but I don't know if we'll actually ever get over that and I don't know if I want to because again to your point there is something of like getting too comfortable and as fans I don't want to do that because I still feel in like a really unbased way that psychically we can't send those vibes to the team you also can't let them get comfortable that is one thing I will say about this net series is that like credit to the nets that not tonight but in every other game (laughs) when the Raptors uh took their foot off the gas a little this is a team that like is super energetic clawed back uh really made like spastic spastic runs for it but the Celtics are not going to be like that the Celtics are much more honed they've got a lot of as you said they've got a lot more shooting options um they're also looking very together I'd say this is probably the most together I've seen the Celtics all season um they were really one of these teams that was kind of quick to get it back together in the bubble and I was sort of hoping I mean I was hoping for a longer fight from the Sixers for one thanks for nothing again Philly for that um to just like wear them out a little bit because they, they have like come together. They have come together like pretty quickly. You but you kind of wonder if that kind of works to our advantage as well. I mean, if they're going to be, you know, high up thinking that, oh, we just swept the Sixers who were supposed to be contenders, even though, you know, the Sixers didn't have Simmons and they just looked destroyed from this word go. Do you think that that's going to play into their attitude going into the Raptors series? maybe I mean I'm trying to think like you know actually I don't know because they have as much as I want to like pre-slander them most of their like main dudes are pretty grounded when it comes yeah it might just be a fan base thing thinking that but (laughs) I don't see I don't see Jalen Brown going yeah yeah we got a squad now you know Raptors you know Celtics and four so Yes. Oh, yeah. Not Jalen Brown. Like Tatum is is young, but like he's pretty grounded. Marcus Smart obviously is. Um, the only one I could see doing it is like Ennis Cantor. Yes. Yeah. But like I just feel like no one really pays attention to him anymore. 
no, to be honest, I forgot he was on the team until he like tweeted yeah. some broom emojis today. And I was like, oh, you go here. <laughs> Do you think there's like a chance for this Celtic series to get chippy at all? Oh, yeah. Who do you see doing that? I mean, I see Serge Ibaka getting mad at Daniel Tice. I was going to say Tice as well. Because Tice is a good player. He's very good against the Raptors. And he's very good at getting under people's skin. I can see Ennis Cantor getting under someone's skin. I don't know who's, but that's just who he is as a person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't see... I don't see really many of their core getting chippy because they, like you said, they're not those guys. They're kind of just laid back. But I think it, it could get chippy. It has potential. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Speaking of chippy, I still haven't tried these, but I can taste them like I can taste the Raptors smoking the Celtics. Built Bar. Sean has to get me some samples of these because I... I'm supposed to talk about how much I love the flavor, but I haven't tasted them. But there are six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream. That's the chippy joke I was making. Cherry <laughs> barcia. <laughs> Still like that one. Very slick. Lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. And there's like 18 other flavors, which I am not naming. These are just the new flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew if you... Or I'm chewing too tumultuous while watching a basketball game, which we've all been there. So go to Built Bar and use the promo code LOCKDOWN, all caps, and you'll get $10 off your next order. So that's promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Okay. Um, I'm <laughs> I do feel like it's too early to like get into predictions. I don't even like want to make a prediction. I don't know. I'm too superstitious. Okay. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it, folks. Sorry, but you you know, tune in like later in the week. I'm sure Vivek might do that. You know, maybe he'll just do it because again, I I'm not gonna do it. Kelsey's not gonna do it. We're not gonna give that you that pleasure. Um, I don't feel like we should. Yeah, no one's no one's booking marking these for later. You can't you can't fool us. But can't I will say, it. like I made a really stupid I I think this is what you were saying earlier, Raptors PTSD. Uh, on the Raptors Republic podcast, I told Samson I thought the series, the net series was gonna go to six. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel like a fraud, but I'm glad I was proven wrong. I'm like very, very glad uh, to be proven wrong by the sweep. But like, you know, some old habits die hard. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you want to, if we want to predict that this is going to go to seven, we can do that. But I'm still not comfortable making any predictions whatsoever. Predictions don't count. I just like, they the bubble is different. I don't, I don't think like predictions really mean the same thing. There's some things about the bubble I really like. Do I like that they've had to uh, do it at the, you know, 
behest of a lot of people's like workers in Orlando's health and personal safety. No, do I like the amount of money they had to pour into it? No, I don't like that. But I do like it because the Raptors now can just rest and they don't have to travel. I think the travel schedule is something that a lot of players said they've kind of enjoyed not having to do. They found it like a lot less stressful. Um, I mean, obviously Boston's not like a super long, long haul flight from Toronto, but do you see any other kind of like benefits going into the series? I'm just trying to like really, really ramp it up for people. Like what, what good stuff can we expect out of this? Yeah. I mean, I think you're right when you talk about the travel, because it's not just the plane rides or anything. It's just all these things that you get used to and then you have to leave again. <laughs> like they, they may not have their own beds that they have at home, but they have, you know, hotel beds that they've gotten used to over the last two months. They have routines in the same places that they've kind of developed over these last two months. And that's not something that they have to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So OG said, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kelsey. No, I just, I think that's a positive. Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, OG said tonight in his post game, someone really tried to press him. Uh, on what he was doing in the bubble and then he said you know not much just hanging out in my room and they're like well what are you doing in your room he's like I'm watching Netflix Disney Plus YouTube YouTube is there a YouTube Plus (laughs) some other type of YouTube yeah there is Uh, I forget what it's called though it's like YouTube premium or something where you don't get ads yeah YouTube he said YouTube premium (laughs) he gave that a shout out um any kind of streaming service i think he was like he didn't say crave which is unfortunate crave is a great option folks i gotta say this is my crave plug this is not even an ad read but what did he say might have said amazon he listed them all uh and i thought it was a really good answer because it just proved again he's not really leaving his room that's that's all that's all he's doing he's just hanging out um I'm Kelsey. I gotta say, I'm looking at the Celtics roster. I'm looking at all their faces right now. They're like a, they're more difficult to hate than I thought, especially because Gordon Hayward is out. I know. Like, I wouldn't even be sad if we lost. I mean, I'd be a little sad, but I'd be a lot more sad if we lost to Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, there's so many likable Celtics. It's just the fact that they're on the Celtics. Yeah. Once they got rid of their Morai. <laughs> Yes, they're Morai. Your uh, your great coined term for the either or of the Morris brothers. Um, they became a lot more likable. They got Kemba, who I find is just like, I'm so happy Kemba really is just like pooping this season. He's such a joy. He is a joy. He's just like such a joyful presence on court. I love Marcus Smart. I have really enjoyed Jalen Brown rolling the hell out of Donovan Mitchell in the bubble. <laughs> um, like, it's it's really tough to hate this team. I thought I would hate them more. I think it's maybe- And Taco. They have Taco yes. who we saw in real life. Yeah. That was amazing. You, you should tell people about that. This is a little bonus behind the scenes. Yeah. So Katie and I were at a 90- We were doing a 905 game, and we were just walking in the hallway, and the first person that we saw getting some – he was getting some pregame food, right? Yeah, I think he was making a tea. Oh, something like that. It was taco. Yeah. Taco ball. In these like, and this is like the, 
the, that arena, I don't know if, I don't know regulation hall height. And I know Taco's very tall. I've been beside him a few times, but I think those halls, the ceilings are a little lower. Uh, and then he was just doing all his tea fixings in like a little styrofoam cup, which I just found, I think I gasped. I think you did too. <laughs> I think you took my arm and were like, "Come, you need to come in here now. In the <laughs> locker room. And I was just kind of followed blindly after you. It's true. Um, but a lot of kids were screaming for him. The the rap, That was Bobblehead Day. That was Brent Van Vliet? No, no, Norman Powell. Norman Powell Bobblehead Day. I said that with um, confusion because the Bobblehead, unfortunately, looked nothing like Norman Powell. <laughs> It looks just like the Fred one, just a little bit different. Yeah, I think they maybe just gave him different tattoos and like a spray tan. Yeah, very <laughs> control C, control V on these bobbleheads. <laughs> um, you know, like I don't. I'm sorry, but I like I don't have that much else to say about this. This either the Nets, the sweep. Congratulations, Raptors! We swept. We did it. Or. The Celtics game, because I think there'll be more to say about the Celtics series as we actually get a confirmed date for the start of that. Uh, and as we go into it, we can hear more like a, a breakdown about it. But Kelsey, is there anything else that we forgot to touch on or you want to add on? Of, like just to shout out the series to put it to bed. I don't think so. I mean, great job, Raptors. Let's see what we've got coming up. <laughs> We're also very proud of you. Paul Watson just got his first... Um, First NBA playoff sweep. Oh yeah, how does Paul feel? You've also got the inside scoop on this. He Paul says he can't believe it. He's still pinching himself that not only is he playing in the NBA, but he's playing in the NBA playoffs, oh and he just had his first sweep. Oh my god, I could cry. That almost that almost like brings me back to life. It kind of does. You just have to picture him waking up every day in the bubble, saying, "Oh my god, I'm in the bubble." Because he's I'm just, in the NBA. He's like Belle in Beauty and the Bees and she throws her curtains open. Oh, and yeah, she yeah, like yeah. looks out at the town <laughs> and starts singing and all these little birds are flying around. That's Paul Watson Jr. Quiet, <laughs> That's good. I feel like we can end it there. Kelsey, is there anything <laughs> you want to plug? Um, no, I just want to plug obviously our Dishes and Dimes podcast, mm-hmm. which you should listen to right after you listen to this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or before. I'm not the boss of you. Yeah. Whatever order you get them, because you're obviously subscribed to Dishes and Dimes and Locked on Raptors, you should, you know, choose what's comfortable for you for the listening order. And then you should uh, give them both five star ratings and glowing reviews. Yeah, glowing reviews only. Good vibes only. Yeah. Glows only. Uh, (laughs) That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I still forget how Sean signs off on these things. So we'll talk to you next time at Locked On Raptors. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.